You are listening to Corellian Run Radio, your route through hyperspace to the latest news on Star Wars The Old Republic. Hi, and welcome to Corellian Run Radio. This is episode number six zero. We are recording Sunday, June the 10th, 2012. And with me is my normal co-host, Deirdre. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? I am doing really well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing much better. School's out. Yay! Yeah. It's a schoolhouse rocks. Oh whatever. my God, you know, that school's is so out awesome. for the summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got a B in my sociology class, so I was excited. Well, a B is uh, not as good as an A, but it is so much better than what it could have been. Yeah. And let me tell you, it could have been so much worse. I mean, I was having a hard time keeping up with all of the work. I mean, this teacher was, he was a I don't know. He was a freaking like, I don't know. I can't say it because it would be offensive, but he was just, he was pretty bad and he was loading up the homework, wow. you know, as you know, and the tests, like almost nearly every week we had a quiz of some sort that I had to study about three or four chapters and 30 pages for. So that is insane. Yeah. Tell me about it. Well, I haven't done really anything this week um, of any significance. Uh, we have had, y'all know I live in the boonies, okay? <laughs> My power has gone off twice and been off for over four hours because we've had summer storms and coming through and that sort of thing. And so one uh, evening, it was a raid night, and I was so upset because we were making progression from the night before, and... uh I was like, uh, oh, I cannot believe this. So I sat there for about an hour waiting for the power to come back on, and clearly it wasn't going to come on anytime soon. So we went and finally saw Avengers. Oh, my gosh, that is the best movie ever. Is it not? It is the I, – I agree. It's the best movie of this This I well, wouldn't consider it summer, but it might be a summer blockbuster. Who knows? Yeah, well, I was just really – I mean, I, I'm a big fan of that type of genre of, of movies anyway, and uh, – I was like, oh, you know, I don't like to watch sequels too much because they're usually never as good as the original. But this is sort of a sequel without being a sequel. And it's it was really good. Good. I'm glad you liked it. I liked it a lot. Yes. Good, good, good. Okay. Well, it's time for our host challenge. Yay. Fact. You know it to be true. Or fiction. That's impossible. Okay, I'm going to read three bits of information about the game. Two of them will be made up and not yet confirmed. Only one will be a confirmed fact by Bioware. Your job is to pick out which one is true. Again, I perused the community Q&A. So think Q&A. You ready? I am ready. So ready. All righty. Lead number one. Armor mechs, synth weavers, and cybertechs can all create augment kits. Lead number two. At this time, players will be able to gain social points by participating in PvP and PvE. Lead number three. The Group Finder tool has functionality allowing players to easily backfill a group if, for example, you start running a flashpoint and lose a player. Okay. Well, lead number one is false because armor, mechs, synthweavers, and cybertechs can all craft augment kits not create them right i think that's what it said well actually it's wrong because it's not cybertech oh remember that from last week the whole cybertech thing that they were complaining because they couldn't create You're, them okay so okay it's, but then lead number three sounds like it's positive though it is not positive because at this time, meaning 1.3, players will not be able to gain social points by participating in PvP. No, no, that's lead number two, lady. Lead number no. three is the group finder tool has functionality allowing players to easily backfill a group if, for example, you oh, start true. running a flashpoint. Sorry. Yes, you are. Yes. That is an accurate statement. Okay. Yeah. So the, I picked lead number three. Yes, and you got it correct. Okay. But Yay. I wanted to clear up lead number two is incorrect because you can get social points by PVE 
but you're not going to be able to get them through PVP at this time. Right. Exactly. So awesome. Our PVPers are not happy again. Just letting you know. <laughs> well, and the thing is, is that that's a heavy part of this game. PVP is a heavy part, like as far as the player base. Well, so. it, it it was a very important part of the game for me as well, because it, it it's a normal thing for the Empire to be against the Republic. And mm-hmm. in fact, ever, as everybody knows, I'm a big proponent of same server type servers. In other words, mm-hmm. don't let's all be on a PV, you know, maybe even an RP PVP server, but a, a PVP server. And it did just be one type of server. Don't segregate us. You know, get that PVP going on. Yes, absolutely. You know, I mean, I don't know. I, I've always been, I'm a little bit, I can I can go off on PVP in the way like some of the war zones work, but I've always been a strong, strong fan of, of faction against faction. Because it's 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 an element of role play too. It's like you know you're fighting these people and they're fighting you, and whatever your reasons are, you're fighting for your reasons and your cause. You know, and so to have some of these war zones where you're fighting your own people, just kind of like yeah. it ruined it for me in a way. So Absolutely. I had to make up little stories, like maybe they killed my father or something. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Alrighty. Well, let's get to the latest news and tour. Sounds most excellent. From the Newsnet. And we are. Well, 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 this week we have the weekly forum thread roundup, which happened on June 5th. And for those of you that do not know, that is um, where the um, community people go ahead and they round up all of the forum threads, the uh, the most interesting ones, that is, um, in regards to uh, Star Wars The Old Republic. And um, they put them in one happy little package where you can look at them and peruse them and laugh at them or, you know, discuss them. And a lot of um, some of what has been chosen for the forum thread roundup is also stuff that has been nominated um, from other websites as well who are also um, discussing Star Wars The Old Republic. So um, basically this week they talk about, you know, showing off your characters. There was one forum roundup where you got to take a picture of your character and show it off. Um, and so there's, there's a couple of funny little pictures in there that you can see. Um, another topic of discussion is you were, if you were a Jedi or a Sith, which lightsaber, um, form would you specialize in, which was kind of interesting. And, um, it gives a, an opportunity for people to kind of, in essence, discuss how they play and the mechanics of, of why they play the way they, they play. And, it's actually pretty interesting. Um, one, of course, me being me, I'm a, I'm a little bit of an RPer. I, uh, the forum thread that actually excited me, and, and some of you know this about me, but I try to avoid the, the forums um, as much as possible. You know, I, I go on there periodically, but um, for the most part, I, I, I just don't enjoy seeing flame wars and, and this, that, the other thing, and people being mean to each other for no apparent reason whatsoever. Um, so, but there's this one that I actually kind of did peruse a little bit, and it's talking about your own personal headcanon. And um, I also write a little bit of fan fiction, you know, for Mass Effect. And so uh, having headcanon for your character is actually really important to your RP experience. And so there was a bunch of people who got together and they got to um, talk about the stories that they have for each and every one of their characters. And I was really interested um, to hear Republic Girl say that I have always had a rather indulgent imagination. When I saw the Hope trailer for the first time, I got excited seeing one Jedi admit- amidst a legion of Sith that spiraled my brain into coming up with a Jedi character I would find appealing and would want to write about. So basically what she's doing is she's taking her headcanon and she's taking it to a whole new level and she's going to start writing some fan fiction about it. So I need to go and find her on you know fanfiction.net and and see what she has done with that and maybe she's posted something so anyway if you continue on and, and we have the link on our site you can go through and you know um, one person talks about or one forum thread is the the ten commandments of hutball another one is Cathar as a playable playable species which which as some of you know that's coming in update 1.3 um, being able to play a Cathar and so um, they discuss 
how you know people discuss how they feel about that and and what their their take on the whole entire thing is. So uh, please go ahead and hit the link on uh, Corellian Run, and uh, that will take you over to the main um, forum discussion board here, and then you can discuss. You know, click on each of those little links and and go to those threads and discuss what you feel and how you feel about those things. I was very interested in the Cathar being a playable race. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it's coming in 1.3. Maybe sure. I misunderstood, but mm. I thought it was going to be Oh, you know what? Later. You know, I like thought it was 1.3. Maybe the first expansion or maybe Maybe I was, maybe I'm mistaken. I would you know try what, I'm going to have to look that up. I'm pretty sure. And, and you're probably it. I'm, right. I'm going to look it up right now as we continue you, discussing yes, other topics. You, you just go ahead and look that up because I, <laughs> it could be that I'm totally inaccurate, but I thought it was going to be later. I didn't think it was going to make it for 1.3, but. And you might be completely right. So, oh, well, I, and I don't want to, I don't want to sound like an idiot. So, <laughs> well, neither do I. And it's probably going to be me. But anyway, I, if y'all have not had the opportunity to look at this, um, uh, 10 commandments for Hutball, all I want to do is, is say, go read it and pass the ball. <laughs> pass <Just> please. the ball. <laughs> I love that. Ten commandments of hut ball. Pass the ball. Yeah, exactly. The commandment number one, exactly. And, and, and one and two and three. <laughs> <laughs> Pass the ball. Yes, please don't be a Kobe Bryant. Oh yeah, that's no absolutely right. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna receive flaming action for that one. Uh oh. Well, okay. Just just forgive her because you know it's all in fun. Um, <laughs> let's see. The next thing uh, that came out was on June the sixth. It's called Class Changes and Balances in Game Update 1.3. This is where Austin Peckinpah, who is the senior designer, a senior designer at um, Swator. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going through and talking about class changes and, uh, the changes for different types of tank characters. And I mean, he goes on and to give you detailed descriptions and some of them are very, very good. Um, and then he talks about all the changes that they're trying to bring to DPS characters and what the the scope is for future game updates. I think this was a great article, and I think that you all need to read it because we have been hearing that some people feel some certain classes are imbalanced, and this is where you need to go read more information. I mean, because it's got lots of great information from, let's say, uh, in addition to the blanket threat increase, we've made several targeted changes to AOE threat generation across the tanking roles with the intention of normalizing AOE threat. And then they go and list a whole bunch of different things that they intend to do. So they've got some really good things that are going to be happening, but I'm sure that there's going to be some that, you know, people may not like. You need to go and comment on this thread so that you yeah. can get your voices heard. So. Yes, because you can't you can't complain about stuff if you're not making an effort to if you're not reading you know, it. fix the game on the forums and stuff like that. So absolutely, you, make your voices heard, people. If you don't vote, then it's not anybody else's fault. Anyway, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah. So that. Um, let's see. Okay, about the Cathar thing, you are mm. correct. Um, when I watched the video, I misunderstood Cathar um, and HK51 and all of that is um, what is coming up in the future of SOTOR. So it was a little blurb about, hey, this is what we're thinking about doing and what we're working on. And part of that was uh, a new um, heroic zone and all of that stuff, which is not going to happen and necessarily necessarily happen in update 1.3, but it is definitely um, being worked. And um, we have a video of that, I think, up over on Tor Wars, so um, we can probably link that here to Corellian Run as well. Yeah, there you yeah. go. We'll do that. Yeah. So my apologies, people. I do know the game, but, you know, all of this information gets stuck in my head and um, jumbled up and it comes out in a hot mess. 
Anyway, going on, we have character transfers. Um, this was announced, and it is going to be happening on, I believe, June 12th. Tuesday. Um, yes. So by the time this airs, you should be expecting to be able to move to a new server, um, which I believe will not be of your choice. Um, BioWare has picked um, a bunch of servers that they will um, move you to. They will also pick a bunch of servers that um, are going to be moved. Um, and for those of you who haven't read the small print, um, essentially, they're making this sound like it's your choice. And um, it is. But if you do not move, you will be in a ghost town. Yep. So I well would suggest moving. We'll talk more about that in the community buzz because this is hot, hot, hot topic. I mean, yes. everybody is either up in arms or all excited or both or whatever. So we'll talk more about character transfers in our community buzz section. But there's lots of things going on that people need to be aware of. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, that leads us to our community Q&A for June the 8th. Yay. And, yay. And, um, there's a lot of good. I mean, every time I read this, I get so much more great information. First of all, one of the very first questions was one that I actually experienced. Um, I've been on the test server for the last couple of days, um, since my character got copied over and playing it to try to test out some of this stuff. I still, got a lot to go but i wanted to to test out and besides that there's two new titles that if you go over there and test you have the opportunity to get two titles that will show up for you live in the game when 1.3 hits the live server so i you know i'm kind of a title thingy you know i like that so i wanted to go and get those as well but going to the first question um, and this is something that I personally discovered. It says, this is by Stu Baca. He said, will the new group finder only work for solo players to find random group members? Or will two or three friends that are already grouped together manually be able to still play together and fill the open slot in the group with random group members with it? Damien Schubert said, the group finder has absolutely been designed to allow two or three person groups to find missing players to complete that group. It also has a functionality allowing players to easily backfill a group, if any, for example, if you are running a flashpoint and lose a player. I want to point out that I love this question because I was wondering if that was part of the functionality because this happened to me. I was in a group for an instance or, or for a flashpoint and w at the very last boss, we wiped twice and one of our people decided to just, you know, rage quit. You know, you've had mm -hmm. it happen to you. You know what I'm talking about, people. Somewhere in your gaming career, you know somebody has rage quit because they don't <laughs> want to wipe. Okay? <laughs> and anyway, this person wiped, and, or this person left. And we kept going back to the Groove Finder tool to try to activate it to get a replacement for our missing person. And I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I mean, normally you just press it again and say you need somebody and it, it, it ports them right there into your flashpoint. And, you know, it, at least in other games, that's how it works. But I couldn't figure it out. So I'm, I'm glad to know it's there. But I think that we need a little instruction guide on how to make it work <laughs> because it's not clear. It's not clear. But anyway, there are some really, really good questions about what is going on. I mean, for example, Golden Star is the one that asked the question to Daniel Erickson uh, about or that Daniel, that Daniel Erickson mentioned in the last Q&A that social points will now be awarded for boss kills in hard modes, flashpoints and ops. And he says, what about the PVPers? Are there any plans to add methods for acquiring social points to PVP? Damien Schubert replied, at this time, players won't be
be able to gain social points by participating in PvP. But in the future, it's possible that we'll evaluate more ways to earn social points and how the system compares to other uh, reward systems in the game. Okay. So, but there's lots and lots of good questions here. Did you find any that kind of struck your fancy? Well, not really. I mean, they, they were all really, really good questions. And I'm actually really happy. Um, I've, I've been kind of like... I don't mean to, but I've been bagging on Bioware for always kind of having the same questions. So, but um, I'm glad that they um, kind of mixed it up a little bit. I do want to, you know, basically, you know, always in, like tell people to go over to these questions and the the, the community Q and A because if you have questions and you really need something answered and you don't understand the mechanics of the game, go ahead and ask because if you never ask, you're never going to know. And this is something that Bioware does that really no one else does. They, you know, have their community pipe in and I really, really think that it's important, you know, especially from a tech aspect. Like, There's a lot of good questions like, can we get a detailed breakdown um, of the effect of presence on our companions? And, um, you know, Jason, um, Attard, Attard, mm-hmm. um, who is a senior game designer, um, basically answers uh, stuff like that um, and how that works out. So, you know, a lot of people don't understand kind of like the basics. And I think a couple weeks ago, um, or maybe it was last week, yeah, it was last week's Q&A, someone asked about like what exactly happens during um, when the game is on a shutdown mode and, and they're, they're patching, you know, what happens. And so since like I had always kind of wondered too, I mean, I always took a guess, oh, they're, you know, they're just uploading a bunch of software, but it's actually, you know, there's people there working hard, making sure that what, what they upload is tested right before it goes live again. And, um, it's actually quite, um, an interesting process. So, uh, I don't know. My, my, I guess my only statement is, is, is always read the Q and A's because they have, they're just chock full of information. Yeah. The only thing that, that, um, I find kind of funny. Okay. It's kind of a ha ha is, there was one post in the um, community Q&A from last week that we had a question about. And so I, it was from El Karas, and it was that one about um, what will you be doing to keep guilds and server communities together once the server uh, transfer is implemented. Yes, and Joveth kind of answered something like that's totally was not what I took it, the question to be. He went uh-huh. off on another area. Okay. Yes. And didn't really address the question. So I was going to do the proactive thing and go to the forums and type out a new question saying and refer it back to that question because mm-hmm. I don't believe it was really answered. Um, and just give them a little more information as to how I thought, you know, what he meant by his question. Mm-hmm. And they shut the questions off. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, you they only give you a certain amount of days to ask questions, and then they cut them off so that they can go get them answered. But I didn't oh. know they ever cut them off. I'm going, well, why don't you just add to them? Yeah. Yeah, but they cut them off, so I didn't get to ask my question, dead gummit. <laughs> oh, poor Garnet. But I tried. I tried to be <laughs> proactive. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you can keep trying just every week. <laughs> I will. I will. I'm going to have to now because they wouldn't let me ask my dead gum question. You know, I do remember them saying in their community Q&As when they're starting them up, um, like they open the, the official thread and it stays open, um, you know, until a certain time and a certain date. So they do say that. So you know. they do, but I mean, I guess I just was really not paying that much attention because I was trying to, you know, just go forward. For example, the thread that is open right now will stay open until two p.m. Central Time on June the eleventh. That's Monday. Exactly. That's tomorrow. Yeah. So this is published on Friday, and you only have until Monday at two o'clock. <laughs> to so, ask your so spend question. your weekend figuring your question out. <laughs> exactly. So you have three days. Yes. Use them wisely. Yes, please. Don't use them like I did. So anyway. Alrighty. Well, that just leads us to our personal playtime. Yay. Yay. What are you doing in the game, if anything? <sighs> well, I've I've been looking at my um, 
you know, all of my characters haven't really been playing much, but definitely have been like checking on them, making sure, because I'm starting to get some emails from Mako, you know, saying she misses me and all this stuff. So <laughs> I figured I'm like, okay, you know, it's time I check in. So I, uh, I took a look at my little Marauder and I played her a little bit, uh, not my Marauder, uh, my, uh, Bounty Hunter. Mm-hmm. I played her a little bit and, um, you know, uh, basically logged in to find out that all of my, you know, skill points were, you know, refunded. And so I needed to, you know, hit those and, and respec and, and do all of that stuff. And so I went and I killed some stuff. And then, so I really worked on like my spec yesterday. And then, um, but I, my bounty hunter, I haven't played in a while. So I'm having a hard time because I have, you know, characters on like, I wouldn't call them mainish. But main, but they are kind of all of my mains, really, mm-hmm, right. on two different servers because I play, you know, with some members of of Tor Wars, right. you know, on a different server, and so, you know, when when servers transfers start happening, I was hoping that we would, you know, have an option to keep all of our characters, you know, moving to one place, and so my big plan of action, which has now been thwarted, is that I was going to move all of my characters into one. Mm-hmm. And move them all over to the server, you know, this this one server. So right. I don't know if that'll happen, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's what I'm doing. Just, you know, kind of, I would say, you know, just messing around with my characters, you know, dressing Character them, undressing them, dancing, all of that kind of fun stuff. Well, I, as I stated earlier, I couldn't wait to go over and test the um, 1.3 on the test server. And because I'm doing my community part to ensure that bugs do not get to uh, release. So I have been playing on the test server for the last couple of days. Also, like I said, I'm a big um, fan of titles and they are giving people the ability to get a two different titles. One is called Strike Team Specialist, mm-hmm. and one is called Strike Team Commander title um, that will appear on your character if you do everything you're supposed to do mm-hmm. um, when update 1.3 goes live. Right. But there is a deadline. You have to do all this stuff before June the 16th. So don't wait to test this stuff on the, the test server. Yeah. Yeah. You're, otherwise, you're going to get a, you know, 24-hour play session mm-hmm. trying to get a, a couple of titles. If they had done something to the effect of having, like, an extra pet or something like that, I probably would have been more inclined to move over and do that. But I don't know. I'm one of those people. I, I, I like pets. I'm a vanity mm-hmm. pet collector. Me too. Yeah. So, But, I mean... I, I, I wanted to take an opportunity to test uh, 1.3 because I'm very excited about the group finder. I think that it is going to be a, a positive asset to the game, mm-hmm. um, especially once the transfers, you know, the server transfers get all played out and stuff. I am hoping they have not given us a date as mm-hmm. to when 1.3 is going to go live. But I hope that it's at least two more weeks away to give the server transfer time to wind down. Because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the uh, if Tuesday, which is only two days from now, if Tuesday is going to be where when tr- server transfers are going to start, their BioWare is going to get slammed because... All of this is being done manually, so right. Um, I'm and I, so I don't want them to take away from fixing some of the bugs. And yes, I have seen some bugs in mm-hmm. 1.3. Um, <clears throat> one of them was uh, um, where we couldn't add someone to our group. We were not using the group finder tool at the moment. We had just completed a flashpoint. There were three people in our party. We were going to add a fourth person, which, by the way, you can still use the group finder tool if you have a full group. It just randomizes which um, flashpoint you're going to be doing. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of cool, you know, to be able to randomize that. Um but it would not let us add that fourth person manually. We had to disband the group and reform it. And so it's little things. I mean, that, that wasn't a major deal. 
It wasn't like a game-breaking deal, you know? But it is one of those little things. It's an annoyance. It is. I mean, it is So based on that, you you feel like probably roughly about two weeks we'll be seeing, you know, if you were to take a guess. If I were to take a guess, I would – I I, I hope that they're not going to rush it out because I do believe that there are, you know, some bugs that need to be fixed before. So, But I think two weeks we should – you know, we should see something in a couple of weeks. Um, I okay. don't think that it will be as much as a month from now. Okay. You know, but um, because like I said, I didn't see anything major. I mean, I found a, another little bug that you can't harvest um, bosses or, or your or mobs inside the flashpoint. You know, like if you're biochem, you can't like do your biochem thing to them. Mm-hmm. Or if you're, mm-hmm. you know slicing you couldn't slice a droid or do whatever you do you know um it didn't work okay and i don't know if that's by design but to me it's broken because you it did work if you had a companion out but Hmm. how many times are you going to be doing a flashpoint especially a hard mode where you have your companion out not very often well not Hardly at all. I mean, if yeah. at all, especially a hard mode. And so I think that's broken. I mean, mm. I, I'm not positive, but anyway. Um, yeah. But it's little things that I know that they're going to be working on. And so there's lots of people posting about stuff. And I tell you, I have to tell you how refreshing it was when I first logged on. I think it was Friday, Thursday, Thursday, and then Thursday afternoon. Oh my gosh, there were so many people. It felt like launch. Mm, there were so really? many people on fleet on the public test server. It was so exciting. Everybody was excited and energized. I mean, it really felt so good. I felt like, wow, if this is what server merges are going to do, you know, this is exciting to see this that many is people. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of people testing. So thank you guys, all you, you know who you are. If you were out there testing, thank you, because that's how they find these little bugs and fix them mm-hmm. before they get to the server. So. Also, it gives you a, a really good taste of what, you know, a proper server, you know, um, like the proper amount of people on a server should feel like when you get up to, you know, fleet and stuff like that, you notice a lot of players doing a lot of different things. And, you know, groups are obviously easier, easier to build, you know, especially if you're, you know, you know, just doing uh, pickups and stuff like that. So yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. Are we moving on to quick mentions now? I think so. Okay. Well, um, here is our quick mentions for this week. Next patch, obviously, we've discussed this, is June 12th, and we have a link on uh, Corellian Run where you can go ahead and click that link and read some more information about that. A glance at this week's articles on CRR, Operation Information, Key Bindings is really good. Holonet links number 49, and um, My Two Credits by the um, illustrious mayor, uh, it's called Empire and Jedi and Trolls, Oh My, and where I find out that Mare and I are like-minded, and we try to avoid the forums. But that's a really good article. I highly recommend that one. Also, we have Guild Checkpoint. This week, we had Methodical, a Republic Guild up, so please go and uh, hit that link and check it out. Absolutely. Sin. Strong am I with the Force. Or Jedi. Alrighty, last time we found out that Deirdre would just hang up the phone, go back to eating dinner, but vow not to vote for the offensive political phone call. (laughs) We also found out that Carla doesn't like her dinner interrupted. Called to tell the political organization just what she thought and put her vote into action. So far, our scores stand at Carla, minus nine, and me at minus one. Remember, negative scores reflect a dark side tendency, while positive scores reflect a light side tendency. So as you can see, Carla and I are fairly evil. Um, This week, we have the test of the classroom cheater. And um, Carla, are you ready for this one? I am, I am. Good, good, good. Let's start. A woman in your sociology group, because Carla, I know you take sociology, right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. <laughs> right on it. 
has copped out to cheating on all of her tests and she's getting an A on every single one of them because she's copying the smart girl in class who is working very hard. The cheater barely makes any effort in class and the teacher knows this. In fact, the whole class knows this. She never does any of her homework. Clearly, she doesn't care about the class. And while she's getting, while she's generally a super nice lady, she hasn't been mean to you at all. You feel that she's taken advantage of the system and you want to take steps to stop her cheating ways. Do you, one, come alongside her and offer to help her study, thereby eliminating her need to cheat and helping to give her confidence to pass the tests on her own? Two, do nothing at all. It's none of your business and the teacher probably knows that she's cheating since she doesn't understand any of the concepts in class discussions and never does the homework. Three, completely throw her under the bus. Just because you can cheat doesn't mean you should, and it's unfair to the people she's cheating off of since they do most of the homework themselves. Besides, your teacher does seem rather oblivious at times. There may be a chance that he doesn't even know at all. So what do you mm. choose, Carla? Well, first of all, I think that number three should be the light choice. Okay. You think so? Absolutely. Because, you know... It's ethical. We're talking about ethics here. You know, you know, <laughs> I just, just, I just can't see a really, really, um, you know, a Sith person coming alongside to help her study. I'm just saying, you know, I don't see Darth Maul doing that. No, but also, <laughs> you know, just because you can cheat doesn't mean that you should. And, oh, and it's yeah. a whole ethical thing. And, you know, being an ethical person, I'd throw her ass under the bus. Yeah. I mean, yeah. seriously, because there is no excuse for cheating. I mean, to me, that's, there's nothing worse than a liar or a cheater, you know, so. Interesting. Well, I am, I'm 100% in agreement with you, um, on that, but that is not the, the, the decision I made. Sadly, I chose the neutral path and I did nothing at all, but I complained to every single person I knew, you know, and, um, and I'm pretty sure that the teacher knew, you know, I mean, we would, we would have, I mean, if you're in class discussion and you're seriously talking about things that are completely not even re remotely related to the to the item of discussion, and yet we take the the test and you pass with an A, you know, I mean, I think that's kind of a dead giveaway. So I kind of, I did nothing. Yeah. No, I would have thrown her under the bus because I just, uh, there's no excuse for cheating. And I would have just, you know, but I would have probably, the, the really sithy part of me. Mm -hmm. Would have told her about it. Ooh, you know, you know, I probably could have just rephrased it to that. Yeah, I would have told her about it because, mm. uh, yeah, I would have said, you know what, all those times that you cheated, guess what, the professor and I are going to have a little chat. <laughs> but I'm evil like that. Or you would have asked her to be on your squad. No, don't want her on my <laughs> squad. I don't want to cheat her on my squad. Mm -mm. No, I go. really would have thrown her under the bus. There you go. All righty. Cool beans. You can read all of the past Sith or Jedi tests on our site at CorellianRun.com. Keep score and see which way you lean. All right. That sound means it's time for our community buzz, where we take a look at what the fans are talking about. Server transfers, server transfers, server transfers. The <laughs> good, lots of server transfers. The good, <laughs> the bad, and the ugly. Okay. Well, you know, yeah, let's let's just get right into it. Um, I think that we should. It would be rude not to. Yeah, yeah. First of all, I don't think um, people know exactly how the server transfers are going to work, and so I would like to take a moment to make sure that because I have been following this extremely closely because of how it will affect my guild and uh, the chapters that we have, you know, the both of the guilds that we have on two different servers. So I wanted to make sure that we knew exactly what was going on as soon as we possibly could. So unfortunately, I have been spending a lot of time on the SWTR.com uh, forums reviewing things. First of all, there's an article on June the 6th, 2012, called Character Transfer, Server Populations, and You. And this is where it gives you very basic information about uh, what is going to happen in server transfers, but they're pretty vague about 
how it's actually going to work. It took me waiting for other questions to be asked um, in the dev blog. And mm-hmm. again, yeah, I would highly recommend going and reading the dev blog every chance you get because you really find out a lot of good information. Joveth Gonzalez, the, the, there was a question asked by um, Kendra, Kendara, that says, um, reading everything that they said about destination servers gets the destination, uh, gets full, the destination will be changed. If you don't get transferred at the exact time your guildmates do, you will not be on the same server as them. Uh-huh. And Joe Beth says this is simply not correct. Uh-huh. Okay. He says that in order to ensure an optimal playing experience for every server, we will be offering direct transfers from one origin server to a pre-selected destination server. This means that the destination server will already be selected for the origin server. So uh-huh. to let me explain. Your server that you're currently playing on, as I understand it, will either be a destination server or it will be an origin server. Okay? So, and it's already been pre-assigned for you. You have no way to say, well, I don't want to go to that server. I want to go to this server. Uh Okay. You got one choice. You either stay in if you're a destination server or you should be going if you're an Uh origin server. Okay. Um, as I understand it, um, yeah, if you're an origin server, you really probably need to put your transfer in and move. I mean, yeah. how did you get that? What was your take on that? My take is that if you do not do that, you're definitely going to be playing on a ghost town. And eventually, um, this will be a mandatory thing anyway. So you'll wake up one day and you're on a server anyway. You're on the destination server. So <laughs> you can either just do it now or, you know, be forced to do it later. So... I mean, basically, and, and, and I apologize to Bioware, um, but this just really is like a server merge without it being called that. And that's exactly what I took from that. It's, that's exactly what it is, especially if, you know, you choose not to do it, you choose to stay where you're at, eventually you're going to be on that, that destination server anyway. So would that not be a, a server merge? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's- it's a wordplay, of course, but, you know, well, still, I mean, I, it's still the same thing. There's such a stigma, you know, from past games from years ago, you know, that if you have a server merge, oh, my gosh, that's horrible. You know, but I, I, I just don't think as as caring as BioWare is about their community, uh-huh. I just see this as being a proactive thing to merge the servers. I don't. Right. And for the record... I don't like this whole server transfer stuff. Yeah. As a guild leader, um, I am very concerned about how this is going to affect, you know, my guild. Okay. Uh-huh. And other guilds. Um, and one of the FAQs, um, that Joveth answered to, it says, um, the question was, um, asked, uh, the only question or suggestion that I have is why doesn't the guild bank move with a guild leader when you transfer? The GM has unlimited access anyway, and if they wanted to ninja it, they could. I don't understand the reasoning behind needing to put in a ticket to get the guild bank reactivated. Hmm. Okay. Also, do we need to move all the items out of the guild bank before the move and the ticket will only revive the slots the guild has purchased or will the ticket move all the items and money from one guild bank to the new server? And Joveth answers, one, due to a variety of reasons, including the naming and renaming process of transferred characters, this is deemed the most efficient way to ensure that guilds retain their guild banks on the new server. And number two, it says, yes, you will have to, one, remove all items and credits from your guild bank, your existing guild bank. 
on your server that you're on right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Two, and this is kind of blew me away because I didn't understand that we needed to do that. It says disband the guilt. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And three, transfer to the new server and reform the guilt. And four, contact customer service to reestablish the guild bank and the guild bank tabs. So if you, as a guild leader, have to do all of those things when you're transferring from an origin server to a destination server. Okay. Okay. So as you can see, as a guild leader of a large guild, we have four bank tabs. We have two guilds. And we have four bank tabs in each guild. And they're packed full. Mm. What the heck am I going to do with all that stuff? You yeah. know? Um, so this does not make me happy. Of course not. I can I can totally see, you know, that, you know. Um, I don't know. I have a hard time because part of me, it's like, you know, I understand why they're doing it. And I think they are community centric in that they're trying to, to pull people together. I do not think that they are guild centric. You know, they're definitely not thinking of, along that same lines. I mean, I, I, just the, the statement alone, um, and, and you can read it in, in the character transfer server populations in you article um, that they put up. It's like um, group finder can only work. This is very, by the way, this whole entire server transfer process is, is really centered around group content. And, um, especially it's a group finder update, essentially. And it's designed to help, um, players find and, and enjoy flashpoints operations and heroic missions in groups. But, um, the group finder can only work when there's a large pool of players to draw from on the server. And, and that makes sense to me. So the, you know, character transfer service is extremely important in that it improves the overall player experience by, you know, maximizing server populations across the entire board. So, you know, that being their central thought on the process, I can understand that. Is it, is it guild friendly? Absolutely not. And, and is there an answer for that? I, I don't, I don't know without, you know, mentioning another game that must not be mentioned and, and how they dealt with it, you know? So, um, which I won't because I don't know. It just seemed so much easier the way they did it. But well, hey. I, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, this leads me to the question of is Bioware have the basic structure to be able to do things automatically? Because this seems like an awful lot of manual stuff to have to do um and, and couldn't all that be automated i mean if you have if a guild specifically if it's a guild leader if you're a guild leader of a guild on one server and have the access to the bank like this person said why don't why doesn't the bank just automatically and its contents and credits just transfer with that person. Yeah, with the leader. With the leader. Because if you don't trust them by now, you're in the wrong guild. You yeah, know? well, that and the fact that it's just, it just makes perfect sense. And in fact, you know, disbanding the guild is not, is not necessarily a good answer. I, I just don't think that that, I think that, you know, as you've said before, you know, this puts a lot of work on, on the guild members, um, for, a fix that they um, that they in, did not instigate or break, for that matter. This should all be Bioware fixing it. And you know, I mean, when you look at all of the things that have to happen, you know, in order for you to have a successful transfer of your guild. Now, hopefully, um, your particular guild, and and I think it might be, is maybe you might be on a destination server, you know, because you guys are pretty pretty mm, big, you know. I, I'm, I'm not sure if, okay. And that brings us to a, a very good point. Um, so that we can help educate people as we understand things. Um, that may not necessarily, I'm, this is a disclaimer that may not necessarily be what Bioware's thinking, but this is as we understand it. If you're on a destination server, you don't need to do anything. 
Yeah. I mean, if you're on a destination server, that means that BioWare may have three different servers that are origin servers pointed to you. Exactly. Okay. We don't know. It could be one. It could be two. It could be three. It depends on their population. Mm-hmm. But they could have more one or more ser- origin servers pointed at you and saying, okay, you guys on you di- these different servers or server servers are coming to your server. So you really don't need to do anything because your server is going to be awesome. Okay, you're going to have a community. You don't need to touch anything. You don't need to do anything. Uh It's only those that are on those origin servers that need to make a decision. And I keep hearing from some of the other larger guilds um, that, oh, we're we're just going to sit it out. That is your option. But with the outflow of people moving off the origin server onto a destination server, why? Is my question. Why would yeah. you stay on a server that is possibly going to be a ghost town? I mean, yeah. I don't know that. I mean, because I don't know how many people, I mean, there are so many people. If my uh, membership and their reading the forums is any indication of how people pay attention to what's going on in the, you know, with their game outside of the game itself. They may not even know they need to server transfer. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's as a guild leader or as, as specifically because I'm involved in the community, um, I want to be aware of what is going on. So their server may not change that much. Mm-hmm. But um, I was talking to um, Lord Hammer um, the other day. He is the guild leader of Guild Umbra. He is also... Uh, runs Tor Syndicate. Um, and he says they're moving and they're on our server right now. And so he says their guild is moving. So that's another large guild that's an empire guild on our server that's gone. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're big PVPers. So there went a lot of our PVP action, you know. So, uh, I don't know. I, I just think that if you're on our origin server, I think that Bioware wants you to move. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. I could be wrong. I mean, I could be totally reading that the wrong way, but it just sounds like they want us to move if we're on an origin server to the destination server so that they can fill it up and give it a better community. Right. And this I is really what we're being asking for. We want better communities. We yeah. want you know, more populated servers. So if you don't take advantage of it, then what are you griping about? Exactly. Well, I I definitely agree with you. I think that the the biggest complaint here is, okay, we are getting what we want, but you're making us work for it, you know? And and I think that I'm hearing that as the biggest complaint, you know, especially if you're a guild leader. Also, another thing that bugs the the leaving daylights out of me is um, the need for a name change. And the renaming process that's going to happen after that. Um, uh, forgive me. I, I understand that if somebody has the same name as, as me, if I get transferred to another server, but how do we know that I wasn't, I didn't create my, my character first, you know, and I understand that there, there's no way to tell that, you know, but uh, I, I really think that, I don't know, leveling the, the, the board and just maybe like, whether you're an origin server or a destination server, your name gets wiped and you have to opt for for a new name again. You know? I don't know. Maybe well, that's just too hard of a, a stance for a person, but that's that's kind of how I feel. I just think that it's just kind of, I don't know. Well, I, I understand the need for it, but at the same time, I'm like, I, I don't have any names that are, are, you know, that would be common anyway. So um, I don't need to worry about it. But for those people that have, you know, like, you know, Bob or Tom or whatever. Exactly, you know? exactly. Well, I, I care about my name because it's also my forum name and my guild, yeah. and you know, and, and everybody knows me by that name. So I, I, it 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 affects me, and it's very personal to me. Okay. Yeah. I don't mind getting rid of my legacy name and changing it. That doesn't mm-hmm. bother me. But I really don't want to have to change my main character name. Right. That may be taken. I think that the ideal situation to that would have resolved this whole thing would have been to for all of us to be origin servers and they create brand new destination servers and then you have to go and fight for your name just like you yes. would have in, in the beginning of a new game. 
Right. You know, that or, would have been the fair thing to do. But to to be just because I happen to have been very unlucky to have been on an origin server, that means I'm going to get screwed out of my name. And I really right. don't think that that's really fair. I just right. think Bioware needs to look and say, you know, that's probably how we need to do it. Let's create, you know, 20 new servers or 30 brand new servers or however many they need. And then just filter all of these other, you know, people to those servers and mm-hmm. they just start all over. Right. No, I agree with that. I think that's actually a really, really good, a, a really good, you know, fix and a valid point. I also think that maybe having in, I understand that the legacy is supposed to be kind of your last name, but maybe adding in an option where you keep your first name, but then you have now a last name right? in addition to your legacy name. So, because we all know, you know, just because I'm Hollis now doesn't mean that I, you know, wasn't Sandoval before, you know. So, right. Um, but the the point being is, uh, you know, all of our, our names change. And so our last name could be different. And so add in the option for that. So now you get moved over. There's two Bobs. But now there's Bob Marley and, you know, Bob Newhart. Right. Great. Okay. It's done. Easy. Right. You know. So I think that that would have also been a, a nice fair fix. Um, Anything then then to have the burden of we're already traumatized by having to make the move from an origin server, but now we're being stripped of our name. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, we got you. Now we're going to get you again. (laughs) (laughs) Carla, you're so victimizing yourself. (laughs) But I do. I I mean, as a, as a player, I, I sort of feel that way. And well, I do too, because, you know, I do play RP and we do, you know, like I said before, I'm really into kind of headcanon and all of that. And so, like I said, my, my character doesn't have any, all of my characters have names that are unique. I would be hard pressed to find somebody who has the same exact names as me, unless they saw me somewhere rolled onto a different server and you know made that character because they like the name you know in more power to them great i hope i don't end up on that server and if i do i'll change my name anyway but the fact of the matter is is my characters are my own they have their own stories they have their own backgrounds and i rp and they have their own canon you know so that being said is is i would be i would definitely be sad and affected if i had to change their names you yeah. know because they were born this way essentially And to change that midway. Well, and I don't want to be doom and gloom because this is giving me what I wanted. Exactly. This is giving me the opportunity to get back on a server that is a populated server and has a a, a great, ample community to to do things with. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. the the with the group finding tool that is coming in 1.3 and it not being cross server and it's only going to be for your um, server this is kind of setting it up to make that successful you know so you know I don't want to seem like a doom and gloomer I am very excited about the, the the characters transfers. Although I would have been more excited if they just moved this, merged the servers, and done everything for us. Yes. Okay. Right. I, I honestly do not mind doing the work that they're requiring that we do. It's frustrating. It is a lot of work for large guilds, but I don't mind doing it. I just think that, in fairness to everyone on an origin server. We should all be origin servers, and there should be new servers created, and that way everybody's on an even playing field. No one is, you know, any better off than the next person, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's my two cents. Yeah. Well, I, like I like you said, you know, I think it's actually, you know, yeah, I don't want to be little miss negative. So you know, for the for the record, if if I have to trade out, you know, my name and you know, uh, and it becomes a little bit difficult for me to kind of maybe transfer all of my gear over from my guild and this, that, the other thing. But I get to be on a high pop server and I get to group with people. In the long run, that's what we're asking for. And I really, really think that Bioware is at least making the attempt, um, albeit not the way we would want it. It is a flawed attempt, but it's still the attempt to do it, you know. And honestly, it might be because of just the the capabilities that they have you know right. and, and if this if this is a tool that they have to build the house you know we shouldn't be criticizing the tool so yeah, exactly exactly we have they have to work with them 
within whatever their limits exactly you know this may be the only way they can do it so yeah yeah anyway well looks like that's a wrap yeah i think so all righty well please take a moment to leave us a positive um, feedback on itunes we really do appreciate that guys because that's how we get ranked up so take a moment to give us a positive feedback. That would be greatly appreciated. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Zoom. You can also find us on the Ego Networks at egonetworks.com. And also, don't forget to listen to our sister station, tourwars.com. You can contact us through our website at corellianrun.com, Twitter, and Facebook. Leave your questions or ideas for discussion topics on, on Twitter or by voicemail. You can leave that voice message at 281-766-4511. That is area code 281-766-4511. All right. That's a wrap for us here at Corellian Run Radio. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you again in next week. Until next time, I'm Carla. And I'm Deirdre. May the Force be with you. You have been listening to Corellian Run Radio, a Star Wars The Old Republic podcast. Tune in next time to hear Deirdre say... What, what, what? End transition.